0: I should be more excited than I am today because very soon, within the next couple of days, I'll be holding a copy of the Seven Figure Marketing Mindset for Novelists in my hand—a proof copy. That book is due out January second, twenty twenty-three. I want to ring in the new year the perfect way with that book for all of you who have been waiting for it and are eagerly anticipating having a copy in your hands. Thank you so much for ordering already. Let me tell you something though. I have been feeling an extreme sense of doubt. And I know that there are others of you out there because I've been having conversations with you on the side through my Twitter messages, through my email, through my text messages, that there is a lot of doubt when you get to this point of the process. Maybe you've published seven books. Maybe you've published 14 books. Maybe you've published 28 books. Congratulations. You still Have that moment where you wonder is this the one that's going to flop is this the one that's going to do terribly am i going to have to rub my face in a big fat steaming humble pie speaking of big fat steaming things i want you to know that when you have doubt you need to put it where the sun don't shine Hey, I'm the Reluctant Book Marketer, and I've got just one question for you. Do you see your novel as a million-dollar asset? Because if you don't, and you want to, you're in the right place. This is the only show for novelists who want to shift their mindset away from fear and toward abundance, because you can sell more books than you ever dreamed when you believe in what you're doing. As I'm getting ready for the transition into fall, I find I'm drinking more coffee than ever before. And I'm really glad that I have writer's block coffee because ever since I've been drinking it, I never have writer's block. It's probably just a coincidence, but then again, maybe it's not. If you want to get yourself a cup of writer's block coffee and a bag of the most delicious beans out there, use the link in my show notes to get yourself 10% off writer's block coffee. It's the only way you can get a discount on the highest grade of coffee beans. You've already had a chance to listen to Ben Sobiak talk about the process. And you know that my cat Chewy, the podcat co-host is really excited about making sure you get high quality coffee. Enough advertising. It is... By far the most insidious, the most difficult, and the most challenging experience you will face when doubt comes your way. Because when it does, you have a choice. Do you entertain doubt for a minute? If you choose to, it's going to hang around for an hour. Do you listen to it for a full hour? That's right. Because if you do, It'll hang around for a day. And if you continue to linger in doubt for a whole day, it's going to set up camp for a week. You know where this is going. Let it be for a week. It will plague you for a month. Let it plague you for a month. It'll stay with you for a year. And at that point, doubt is a way of life. Every time you have an inspiration, every time you have something exciting that comes into your heart that comes into your head that you want to express to the world that you want to get out there some belief that like maybe you could sell a million copies of your novel that doubt speaks into your head and it tells you "Mm, it's going to be too hard and you listen to doubt as it walks you down a specific road doubt tells you it's gonna to be too difficult. You don't know the right people. You don't have a big enough network. Your mailing list sucks. Your book isn't even all that inventive if you really think about it. The characters are kind of bland. The story, I don't even know if it all hangs together. Yeah, sure, I was really excited when I wrote it. Yeah, sure, I thought the idea was cool, but then I saw something on Netflix or you know NBC or ABC or Disney Plus. Shoot, I don't know. You probably are watching too much TV, <laughs> but maybe you read it in a book. Maybe you read it in a magazine and it was similar enough to your own story that you started to, to doubt yourself, to doubt that you really have what it takes to get to the top of a mountain. You know, it's crazy. I was listening to a podcast I enjoy the other day and the host was talking about the dangers of getting to the top of a mountain because when you're at the top of the mountain, where do you have to go from there? And, and, and that's where all of the really crazy people start to emerge. He cited people like Michael Jackson and uh, Anthony Bourdain, Robin Williams, Tom Petty, Ernest Hemingway. I'm actually riffing on some of the people that I can think of who made it to the top of the mountain, David Foster Wallace. And it's tempting to listen to that voice, to let that doubt start to put its claws in you and think, well, I'm being reasonable, actually. I'm being reasonable because I don't want to be at the top of the mountain where all the crazy people hang out. Maybe I'm happy at this base camp. Maybe I'm happy halfway up. Maybe, you know, there's a lot of people who make it halfway up. There's a lot of people who are here. I'm in good company. I know people who have done what I've done. I actually know of people who've done more than I've done. And that's, that's strangely comforting. It's comforting to think that if you wanted to go a little higher, you could talk to somebody. Somebody would know how to get there. It's comforting to know that at the middle of the mountain, all of the people who are around you won't judge you for working too hard, for putting in too much effort, for being a workaholic, for being out of balance, for having unrealistic expectations. You know what? Just have realistic goals. Have realistic dreams. Who doubts realistic dreams? I mean, they're realistic for a reason, right? Don't we love artists who render paintings so realistic? You're like, is that a photograph? But then you think about what it takes to reproduce that realism. And there are only a handful of artists out there who can do it. It's unrealistic to produce something realistic if you're speaking artistically. Ansel Adams took some of the most beautiful nature photographs we've ever seen. And you can go to the places where he photographed and see the sights, but I dare you to take the photograph he took. Sure, we have Photoshop now. You can adjust your contrasts and do all kinds of wild, fun saturation, mo Digglies. But to take that picture in that moment, is a truly unique thing. To write Hills Like White Elephants, that is a true accomplishment. Ernest Hemingway did something that we are still teaching our college and high school students today with Hills Like White Elephants. I encourage you to read it if you haven't before, even if you love genre, it's a perfect. This could happen on a spaceship. It could happen at a space depot where you're traveling from planet to planet. It could happen in a fantasy novel where you are on a, a stagecoach, It's a real conversation between two living people who have experienced passion and interestingly enough, are experiencing deep levels of doubt. See, I don't want to ruin the whole story for you, but it's a man and a woman who have maybe had a little connection, and the woman is feeling her own level of doubt because she realizes that this man is not ideal for her, and the man... Is feeling a little bit of doubt because he's realizing the woman is not ideal for him. But there's something that's kind of holding them together that could possibly compromise their future. Now, you can listen to that doubt and you can say, hey, why don't we just get rid of the problem? Or you can jump into the unreasonable, the unthinkable and choose something different for yourself. It would have been very uncommon in that day and age to choose something different than the prescribed path. I think it's actually really difficult to do that today. I think if you're a novelist right now, you expect that it is a great thing if you sell 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 copies of your book. I think that you will be proud of yourself because a lot of people right now are telling you, be proud of yourself. And here's my own personal doubt. I'm publishing a book about selling a million copies of your book. And I know that my target audience, well, you've listened to Parastu now, you understand that story. I know my target audience. My target audience is novelists. I am speaking to novelists, but not just novelists, novelists who want to sell a million copies of their book. How many novelists do you think there are that want to sell a million copies of their book? Are there a million novelists who want to sell a million copies of their book? I'm flipping a coin right now. And my guess is that there is. There are a million people out there and you are one of them. You are listening to me because inside of you, you find that you want to do something amazing. That you want to publish more copies of your book than you ever imagined you could. But I also think it is hard work. It is hard work to tell you to spend $7.99 on my ebook because I have to believe the value is there myself. And that is the pain of doubt. That is the problem that doubt creates. Do I believe my book can help you sell a million copies? Do I believe that it can get you in the right mindset? As a matter of fact, I do. But I am personally struggling with doubt, as I know many of you are struggling with doubt. It's a difficult spot to be in. So let's not entertain it anymore. Let's put that doubt where the sun doesn't shine. Let's put that doubt away. That is a choice that we get to make. That is a choice we get to make by not listening to the thought processes anymore, by instead reframing the fear of the unknown and saying, my first steps are right here. This is what I have to do to sell the first copy. This is what I have to do to sell the next nine. This is what I have to do to sell the next 90. Now we're at a hundred. How do I take a hundred and multiply it to a thousand and then 10,000 and then a hundred thousand and then a million Every step along the way is going to be a challenge. Whenever you do something big, it's difficult to figure out what the next step is. But if you focus on what you are capable of doing right now, if you focus on the action you can take right now that is guaranteed to move you forward, you will get where you are going. But you can't take off on effort. You can't shortcut. You can't rest. There is no rest here. There is only Belief. There's only inspiration. There's only fighting doubt. All the books, all the stories, everything you love is people pushing past their comfort zone. That is what kills doubt. Push past your comfort zone. When you think you are hurting, push past your comfort zone. When you think you are finished, do one more thing. When you think you are tired, do one more thing. When it's time to go to bed, stay up one more minute. When it's time to wake up in the morning, set the alarm one minute earlier. When it's time to finish writing for the day, write one more sentence. Everything you do. And by the way, I'm borrowing this one more idea from a guy that I think you might enjoy. His name is Ed Milette. He's been pretty inspirational to me. And his idea is the one more. It really did impact me in a moment where I was struggling, in a moment where I'm still struggling. I don't know. Heck, I might be entertaining doubt right now, but I am fighting against it and I'm calling you to fight against it because the only way we can be as successful as we dream of being, is that the right wording there? The only way we can be as successful as we dream of being, that's what I said. Yeah, that works, is by pushing forward. So I'm calling you right now one more time. (laughs) Put doubt where the sun doesn't shine. Listen, one more time, put doubt. Where the sun don't shine use the links in the show notes for writer's block coffee writer's gloves if you want discounts on social dog so that you can take your twitter game to the next level and really build that community that helps sell the books it's all in the show notes it's all in the youtube links it's all everywhere you need it you just find it get it click it buy it ding